1: on Local Now, Channel 525. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Our hot topic today is overcoming abuse. Join my panel and I as we answer these tough questions, such as Are we still closing our eyes to the abuse around us? What are some signs of abuse? How does abuse destroy our self worth? And how do we stop the generational cycle and sin of abuse in our lives? Join my co-host and I as we discuss this hot topic of overcoming abuse here on The Christian View. Welcome! Welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thanks for being here. We have somebody from Nashville. Thanks for driving Hi. in. Um This is The Christian View. I'm your host, Dr. Trudy, and I have with me today Isaac from California. Thanks for being here. And Jackie Arnold and um, Aisha and Pastor Lee. Um, I would encourage you to look at their websites. They are doing amazing things for the kingdom. In addition to being a part of The Christian View, they are pouring into so many other ministries. So check out their websites and see what they're up to. They're up to amazing things. So today we're going to talk a little bit about overcoming abuse. And abuse is just rapid in our country. It's it's rapid. I was reading statistics, and one in three adult women and one in five men reported being abused. It's either sexually, physically, psychologically in in the United States. And what's even more alarming is over 3 million children are being abused, and that's the ones that are being reported. It's not the ones that we don't hear about, not the ones under the grid. It's just alarming that our, our country is just going through and experiencing such... Tormal and abuse. Um, and as a counselor, I hear about it all the time. And, these, and the women that they say to me, well, it's just normal. They think it's normal. They think it's, it's how they deserve it or, you know, this is just their lot in life. And that is not so, that's not true, Isaac. So let's, as a body of Christ, how do we confront the abuse that's taking place in our society?
2: Well, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to relate to this program all that much because my wife only abuses me a little bit. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're about to hit 40 years married. She must be doing something right. Yes. yes. Um, actually, the sad thing is how much of this is taking place in the church. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, just last week, um, I read a story about a pastor of a huge, huge uh, Hispanic church. Right. Who just got arrested uh, because he was abusing, using kids. Right. Well, I shouldn't say kids. Underage. 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 underage.
1: It was a, yeah. yeah. It, was a,
2: it was a ring. Exactly. Right. And. And there's been, I've heard of so many of these cases where the, you know, the youth leader or the children's pastor yes. or something, and it's just amazing. But what happens is I think the church is trying to kind of just hide it. It's almost like if we close our eyes, mm-hmm. it's not really existing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so we haven't really tackled it as a church.
1: We have it, And even like in the households of those who are abused, they do close their eyes. Yeah. They don't yeah. talk about it. And in mm-hmm. fact, they're told Jackie not to talk about it. Don't talk mm-hmm. about what happened last night, yeah. you know. and so we, we have to
0: face it. Right. And and- we, And most abuse does occur, actually, in families or in your community, such as your church. Mm -hmm. But it's because people are closing their eyes. There are so many signs we can see when a child's isolated, when a child is acting out, when Mm -hmm. they're angry. There's so many things that you could start tracking, keep a journal, ask them if there's a problem. But we cannot afford to put our head in the sand like an ostrich anymore. But, you know, abuse is also things that we don't think about, but it's very current to our current trends in our community, Mm -hmm. which is identity and gender issues this is abuse. Children mm-hmm. were made to be male and yes, female. That's yes. what the Lord did, right? So we need to uh, make sure that our children aren't being exposed to things at a young age
3: yeah. because well, it changes who they I are. Think if we don't deal with it from, you know, when we're talking about abuse, especially in the homes and even in the church, the thing that a lot of times that's behind people not talking about it is the shame. Right. And people don't know how to approach it. They're not comfortable coming out and saying it. And uh, In the county I serve on, I serve on the fatality review board when there are, you know, unfortunate incidents when children um or they die or are killed at the hands of someone and most times it's someone that they knew they know, someone yes. that should have been there to be the nurturer and the mm-hmm. caregiver but that's the person that's causing the harm right. so we really have to help people to get away from the shame and the stigma of talking about it.
1: Right, and I, yes. think, I think that's a good point. I was working with a young mom. She has a, three children. And her, her self-worth and the way she feels about herself mm-hmm. has just deteriorated. And she was in a 14-year abusive marriage where they lived off the grid. Mm-hmm. They had no running water, wow. no electricity. She wasn't allowed to even go out into the community because he was afraid that she would run. And so he kept her captive. But I think if we can teach people how to know, who to know who they are yes. and that it's not their fault. Yes. Right? I think what
4: we're really dealing with in the ch- and the church knows this is that we're facing generational curses. Yes. It's The abuser often has been abused at some point mm-hmm. and what's happening it's passing down from generation to right. generation. So when we look at where do we stop, we have to identify exactly what is that demonic spirit, what is yes. it that they're dealing with so we can name it mm-hmm. and identify it and we know what to pray against. Right. So I think again, this is more of a demonic or a uh, like we said generational right. curses that are being passed um, from one you know parent to the child, and then the next gen- to the next generation, right, right. Yeah. and
1: then that that becomes a normal feeling. Yeah. It becomes a natural feeling. If you're not being abused, then. Right. you're out of but your... you
3: also yeah. must, I think in church, we have to teach our kids, you know, where areas and boundaries of being safe. Mm-hmm. A lot of times in church, you know, when we go, especially, you know, people that are in leadership, mm-hmm. people, the Sunday school teacher, or whatever that role is, whether it's the mm-hmm. daycare worker, the children are taught to submit to their authority. Mm-hmm. So many, many times, it's submit to things that are appropriate. Yeah. And that's what I always taught my kids. Yes. And I think sometimes, if we're not careful, when we take our children, we put them in the hands of people, and we, you know, the kids think okay well this person's okay because right. mom and daddy brought me here and they yeah. told me to listen and do yeah. what you say but only do what's appropriate i think we have to make sure they understand that yes. submission that. is yes. key there
0: and that's mm-hmm. a biblical yes. thing but it has different degree yeah and people misuse the word of god to say you know what what is normalized and not normalized in a marriage right. mm-hmm. but i think also it's just starting the conversation yeah. because it's any kind of inappropriate touch anything that has control mm-hmm. longevity gets increasingly mm-hmm. right worse but you know there. We need to start the conversation because I understand even in the school system, teachers are trained to observe it, yes. but if they speak too soon or out of order, it can really mess up a person's life, but then they s- suffer consequences too. Right. One of my author clients wrote a book called Beloved about sexual mm-hmm. abuse and how mm-hmm. to heal from that mm-hmm. because the school um, system even has rules and regulations. Right. And can we talk about it? So it is shame, but mm-hmm. there's also a lot of legal boundaries. So people shy away. Do I say something? Am I going to get in trouble? What if I'm wrong? Right. It's not my problem. Mm-hmm. It needs to be everyone's problem if we're going to st- stop I think
1: that's we start. To pray that we have a discerning spirit. Yes. Lord, give us that discerning spirit so we will know when we need to speak up and not speak up. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Abuse with The Christian View. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Christian View. I'm here with Brenda Crouch, and thank you for being here, Brenda. Truly, I'm so happy to
5: be here. Thank you for having it's me. It's been
1: good to meet you. Brenda is, you're many things. You're, a, you're an author, a speaker, you're in media, but you've just written this amazing book called fight forward. And I'd love to talk about it for a few minutes, a beautiful cover. If you haven't read her book, I would encourage you to go get it. But um, there's a lot of great information in this Mm -hmm. book. So let's just talk about what motivated you to
5: start to write the book. Uh, well, I really um, felt that God told me that he had put a message in my mouth for those who are trapped in their dead things, in right. their brokenness, in their shame. And, you know, my my uh, journey was really like a Ruth journey. I came out of a place of um, childhood sexual abuse right. and, you know, Moab was a place of incest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so God brought me out of this kind of twisted identity that the enemy targeted um, the wounds of, of toward my identity right. to twist and to fill me with shame and, and uh, self-rejection. I didn't like myself. And throughout my life, I really uh, was trying to be always the good girl. I found right. my identity in being a Christian. I was raised by a Christ- in a Christian home, mm-hmm. Christian mama that prayed for me. Yes. And of course, she never knew about the abuse. But, um, you know, through my life, I took those dynamics of uh, thinking that love does those things right. into later abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. And so God had to really rewire me from the inside out. Right. He really uh, his gift to me was my absolute unraveling coming out of the the life of the image of glamour and mm-hmm. and all the things that I found identity in. And he showed me who I was in those low places, those broken places right. and how much he loved me. And so now I in this book, I have not just my story. This is not just a me too story. Right. It's a yes. but God story. Yes. It's a story about redemption mm-hmm. and it's filled with tools, mm-hmm. real tools, Trudy, that will help people to find their, their way out from whatever it is that is right. holding them back. Well, I think you talked about shame and your identity. So mm-hmm. through the journey of
1: writing this book, how has the Lord changed you mm-hmm. and, you know, taken that shame and made it into something beautiful? Yeah. So other people who are walking in shame right now can mm-hmm. say, wow, I want to get the book because I want to
5: understand how... I can walk out yeah. my past. Well, I think the first thing that he had to teach me is what is love mm-hmm. and that love doesn't do, do those things. Like I said, and, and he awakened me through having a little girl when I was in a very abusive marriage. And, you know, I had very much physical abuse and emotional abuse right. and things that I do talk about in, in the mm-hmm. book. But um, he taught me then how to love. Right. Right it changed me and I wasn't so consumed with my own pain anymore. And I think we're really in a critical stage in our culture where, um, people are just so consumed with themselves. Right. Right. And with making sure they get their opportunities and, and that they're fixing the things that are are taking their peace away and, Mm -hmm. and they're not finding the right tools. Right. And there's just so much narcissism. And so I think that really what God is doing is he's saying I'm I'm calling to the real person. Right. And I, he wants to like peel back the onion for us and help expose the lies that trap us. Okay. Yes. And this book really is just as much for the perpetrators of abuse. Mm -hmm. And I say that because most abusers have been abused themselves. They are victims and they become victimizers. There are cycles that continue generation after generation and within culture that continue and people hurt one another because they're wounded. They are wounded. So let's talk about victim versus victimization.
1: Yeah, And you talk about that in your book. So let's talk to the person who's feeling like they
5: continue be- to become a victim, and how do you walk out of being mm. being the victim? Yeah. Well, I think that's really where we are. We need to hear the message of how to not be a victim right. because, you know, there's this big Me Too movement right now. Yes. And the good thing about that is it brought it to the table, mm-hmm. and we're looking at it, but we can't stay in an angry, bitter place where we just expose the monster right. and, and we demonize people. Yes. We've got to understand who's the real enemy. Mm-hmm. And once you understand the strategies of the enemy, Trudy... Right. And you understand the authority that this, the love of Christ, has given to you. Mm -hmm. That's when you understand how to fight that battle, right. you're what you're fighting. You're not punching back yes. at the person you perceive as your enemy. You're fighting a system. Yes. You are fighting all the lies mm-hmm. and all the things, the narrative and the things that, um, have held you back the mindsets. Right. mindset, right? And I go right. into this in mm-hmm. detail. So, um, I think that we have to understand what is the fight forward. It's yes. you know, just like a butterfly has to fight mm-hmm. from its cocoon. We go into this place often when we're so hurt that God's rebuilding us yes. and it's in that place that his DNA shows up. And where we are pulverized, right. He creates something so new. He makes all things makes, new yeah. again.
1: Well, that scripture comes to my mind that we we struggle not against flesh and blood, right? You know, exactly. but we fight against the principalities. But Satan, the enemy, he wants us to think that it's real, right. that we deserve to be right. in this victim cycle, in this victim mentality. Yes. So let's talk about that a little bit in renewing our
5: minds and yeah. how how you did that, how you renewed your mind to yes. come so good. Yeah, I used counseling, okay, and uh, Christian counseling, but with those that had it experience with abuse, who right. understood these these things. Um, and I also, I dove into the word. Yes. The word became Uh, my substance. Mm -hmm. And it became the thing that changed me, transformed me from the inside out. Christian television ministered to me so much in those years. And I'm so thankful for that. I always will be. But I think we have to understand we've got to be, uh, surround ourselves with people that have wisdom and make sure that we first take that step out of an unsafe place Mm -hmm. or or break off those, those kinds of relationships that are really pulling us down into death, so to speak. Right. And how do you think, Brenda, how can the church be more involved in helping people come out of of abuse? I think the church has really woken up to these issues Mm -hmm. more and they're much more aware and and they're looking at it from a softer angle, not judging and being so critical. And I think that, you know, my husband used to say that the church is often perceived as a courthouse and not not a hospital. And I think we really want to be the hospital. So I think if we can really learn to not be afraid to equip our staff with or our curriculums, you know, with programs that are intended to counsel and help people to to know the the building blocks to word yes. help and teach them the word we're teaching the word but we've got to we've got to do it all right we've got to teach and, the yes. word but also walk the word out Yes, because we're really
1: equipping the warriors of tomorrow yes amen yes. amen thank you so much for being here it's Love been you. a pleasure be you. this has been an interview with Brenda crouch and if you haven't gotten her book i would encourage you to get it fight forward have a great day we'll see you soon on the christian view We just had an amazing interview with Brenda Kraut. She has been through abuse and she's come out of abuse and she's written a book called Fight Forward which talks about her journey coming out of abuse. And yeah. some of the points of takeaways that she was was saying was um, and we touched on this with you, Aisha, yeah. that it can be a generational Sin that comes down from your forefathers and and hurting people hurt people. And so we've got to learn to get our hearts healed, you know, through going to counseling, Lee, through, you know, seeking help and speaking up. We've we've got to get our hearts healed so that that cycle can be broken. And Jesus can break that cycle. He did it in my life. So it it can be broken. So, Lee, let's talk about the church. Let's talk about ways the body of Christ and the church can help. Um, the body have over, an overcoming mindset to yeah. be not to not be victimized anymore.
3: I think first and foremost that we have to help people to understand that what. Has happened in their past is just that it's in the past. Right. It's not your present. It does not determine who you are as a person. Yes. I think we have to remind them what Scripture says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And then more importantly, helping them to come to terms with their self-worth. Yes. You are valuable. You are valuable. You are worth it. Mm-hmm. And whatever has happened in your life, it was just at one point in time. And if we're not cap, if we're not careful, what happens is sometimes we can get stuck at one point in time. Right. In our mind, and that drives a whole rest of our destiny. Mm -hmm. And the enemy makes it hard for us to kind of disconnect from that. So I think in church, that is where we can be our brother's keeper, our sister's keepers, and our helpers. And helping people to understand that all of us have a story. Mm -hmm. We all have. I
1: have on my mirror in my bathroom. Who I am in Christ, and I, I you yes. know, I've been doing it for years and years and years, just saying who I am in Christ, even if I don't feel like it, yeah. I, I say it yeah. because Speakers. I need it to be going into my heart. Yeah, and I think that's a good a good tool to now, do. It yeah.
2: was great that you had a an expert on the field because you know we can talk from from learning, right? Yeah. Uh, from you know just understanding of of what the subject is, but to have a expert, you know, yes. somebody who actually went through it. Uh, and conquered it, I think, was a a great addition to the program. Uh, You did a great job. Thank you. But one thing that we haven't touched on is that, abuse isn't just sexual. Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there may be somebody that's watching right now and they're like, well, I don't abuse my kids. I mean, yes. I don't touch them. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But they verbally abuse yes. their kids yeah. and that could be just as detrimental. It's These damaging, kids will grow up, yes. you know, again, not realizing what their identity right. is.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And sometimes yes. it can be even poor parenting. You don't think yeah. about this, but I read this mm-hmm. the other day. Drowning increases when parents are well, by yes. the poolside ne- using their cell phones right. mm-hmm. because they put their child neglect. in Neglect. Uh, it's neglect mm-hmm. in, a, in a dangerous situation. Yes. The same as when you give them the, the remote control to watch anything they want right. You've put them in a situation where their identity could be impacted mm-hmm. and changed. Yeah. You have to have boundaries for a reason. Yes, yeah. yes. But abuse can also be you know physical, emotional. Yeah. And those leave scars longer
1: than physical abuse. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot more. They do a lot of damage they emotionally. They do. So I think we need to recognize that there, there are different types of abuse. It's not just physical. Yes. It's not just sexual. But it's emotional. Mm-hmm. It can be psychological. It can be at the workplace. Purple. It can yes. be at 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 home. It, it could be financial be, control. It could be, financial. it could be anything that isolates right. you and controls you and yeah. keep you.
0: Keeps you from the freedom yes. of being who Christ created right. yes.
4: you. No, know, for myself, my in our upbringing, our household, we experienced, my siblings, I, we we witnessed physical and uh, verbal abuse. And I noticed that what it's done to my siblings, like, for one thing, we we like if someone's yelling, we get nervous. And yes. even as an adult, we get nervous. Mm-hmm. But I think this generation seeks counseling more than the previous generations. Yes. We go to therapy. That's one thing I think in our community yes. that we mm-hmm. weren't really told to do is seek therapy mm-hmm. or talk about issues. Right. And I think because of our generation being able to talk or even speak to one another about it, we're able to identify what were some of those hurt feelings. So mm-hmm. we don't see those things happening again in our children's lives and right. so forth. But I think identifying it and then just admitting that this caused me pain, this right. hurt me. Yes. But again, um, you know, my, my parents 30 years later now saved, they're totally different right. people. And then that's just being introduced to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus I think it's a good education.
1: point. Yeah. Yep. Jesus in education. And yep. then also, we've talked about this on other shows in the past, but forgiving. Mm-hmm. Being
4: able to forgive. Yeah. And forgive yourself. Right. I mean, I think that that's been a lot of the healing is being able to, you know, our our parents being able to forgive themselves. They were young right. at the time. And they and, and we've watched them grow, you know, mm-hmm. into different And that's different why sometimes people. it is
0: poor parenting. And yeah. I'm not saying to go meddle in somebody's business. But, for example, we had kids in the community who were doing something that they shouldn't have done unsupervised. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing dangerous. There were being kids playing on the lake. Right. But instead of the Adult confronting them and saying this is dangerous. Who are your parents? Let me go get involved. They want to call the police first, yes, yeah. and that's really not the next best step of yeah. nurturing your community. Yes, yeah. so people just don't Absolutely. know, and they and they need to be uh, helped along. And I'm not saying accusatory or, or anything, right, like yeah. that, right. But we do need to get rid of that victim mentality yes, too. Yeah. And sometimes, if you're going through abuse, I'm sure you know what that is. But a lot of people don't even realize because it's become so normal. Right. It's the familiar so maybe spirit. Stop and so say, yeah. Have I mm-hmm. Been isolated? Am I able to do what I want to do? Um, if you're not sure, go to a pastor. Mm-hmm. If your pastor's not approachable go to somebody you trust and say hey is this normal walking on eggshells is a great book for people who are experiencing emotional and mental abuse so go to a resource Mm -hmm. i think too jackie as
3: as you were saying not only acknowledging it and understanding what abuse is but once you understand it being able to free yourself from the power of it, yes. and yeah. that's yeah. where we mm-hmm. see a lot of people that you know they're in abusive relationships mm-hmm. or situations, whether it's sometimes even friendships, and sometimes not even setting yourself up for it. Because mm-hmm. I teach people that going into any kind of what I call relationships, whether it's your friends, with your coworkers, even the ministry that you're a part of, if you don't have clear expectations, yes. yeah. then you set yourself up to be mm-hmm. unfulfilled and to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you sit there in a situation where you're unfulfilled. And disappointed because you went in and you allowed yourself. Right. And now, since you've allowed yourself, learn how to disconnect mm-hmm. from anything that's unhealthy. Set
4: those boundaries. Yes. And, and, and the boundaries. And the, the devil knows how to um, how to get us at our weakest point, yes. and he will bring those those thoughts, those memories, those feelings back to you. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things, like you were saying, is to get past it, yes. and whatever right. it takes to get over whatever happened as a child or even as a young adult um, is just really just identifying again. Mm-hmm. Um, And and learning how to get past it. And and knowing that it's always a trick of the enemy to try to put you in that position and make you feel like that again. Well, he
1: wants you to be bound, like we've said before. So if you're bound, then you cannot reach your full potential. And then we can't fulfill our destiny in Christ. But I think, too, I mean, this generation is coming up, and we're talking about it more. Mm -hmm. It's not always behind closed doors. But another thing for all of us as believers is to make sure that we're a safe place. Mm -hmm. We're a safe place for those who have been hurt to come to and talk to where we're not going to be judgmental or, you know, not even preachy. We're just going to love them. We used to live in a cul-de-sac and um, we had tons of families around us. And the kids always knew that we were a safe, a safe place. So they would always come out if they'd had a, a, you know, one of those houses in particular was pretty abusive and they would always come to our house and just hang out after and just say you know what I can rest I can rest here Mm -hmm. and so we want it as the body of Christ we want to be that safe place you know I will love you I will show you Jesus but then also let's educate let's say you know what you need to be doing these steps Mm -hmm. Jesus can break and set every chain break every chain and set Mm -hmm. every captive free if we let him but we have to let him and we have to break off those familiar spirits and we have to put it into the generational cycle but it starts with us don't you think Yes, and as absolutely. Christians, we need
0: to pray for our neighbor. We need to be yes. not afraid to get involved and to be a community to be aware
1: of it. Yes, yes. yes. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to The Christian View. Before we close today, I want to give you the hotline for abuse. And if you're being abused or if you know someone who is being abused, I'd encourage you to call this number. It's one 800 799 Remember that God loves you and he wants the best for you. Join us next time on The Christian View. Have a great day.